Hello friends, I hope this message finds you well. What an interesting couple of days it has been. Uh, over the last couple of hours, Henrico County, Hanover County, Chesterfield County, Goochland County, and the city of Richmond have all declared local states of emergency due to the COVID-19 virus situation at hand. Over the last 24 hours, uh, key leadership has been in close contact here with, key leadership of the congregation has been in close contact with the pastoral staff, with key leadership of the child care center ministry, as well as community ministry, and many others. And ultimately, where we have landed in this current little stretch of time is that we have made the decision that we have canceled all in-person events that take place in the physical building through the remainder of the month of March. Uh, let that sink in for a moment. I'm guessing some of you are not surprised and others may be quite surprised. Why are we doing this? Well, we of course want to take care of each other. It's very important that we don't expose each other. Uh, as we know, this virus is uh, something that can be carried by an individual that doesn't know that they have it and they can spread it before the symptoms surface. We know that there are many among us that are quite vulnerable that fall in that 60 plus category or individuals that may find themselves with autoimmune disorders or issues with their lungs or heart or cancer patients. And then many, many of us are directly connected to individuals and interact with individuals on a regular basis in our personal lives and in our community uh, that certainly would fall into those categories. And so that's important. But I would suggest that even more important than that, the decision has been made to do this because of the greater good. We know that as this story unfolds in various corners of the world, that those that have done due diligence and done a good job with social distancing have found themselves in a place where their healthcare systems are able to respond accordingly to those that are in particular danger because of the virus. If we all get this at once, we're going to overwhelm our healthcare system and in turn, those that desperately need medical care are not gonna be able to get the care that they need and then this thing um, gets to be very dangerous. And so, um, we felt like if, if the whole theme of the year is becoming neighbor, uh, one of the greatest gifts that we can offer our neighbor is not to, not to encourage the spread of the virus. And so by not meeting through the end of the month of March, it is our hope and desire that we will use this building to care for our neighbors by not gathering in the building. Now, there will be opportunities potentially where we can use the physical space to also care for neighbor, and we'll get into that a little bit down the line. But as we've made this decision, we want you to know we've not made it lightly, and we hope that as you absorb the, the news that you will join the key leadership of the church as we pray about how God might use each and every one of us to be agents and instruments of light and peace and healing in the community around us. Um, just because we're not physically gathering together in this building doesn't mean that we need to isolate ourselves by any means. Um, and so as we, as we talk about this more and more, there are some key things that we want to make you aware of, that are, some of which are very practical and others that are going to be just more something that we're going to be encouraging you to consider and ponder as you ask God, what is my role in all of this? Um, we want you to know that from this point forward, we're, we're um, as, as we have been, we're not going to make any decisions based in fear or panic. 
Rather, we're going to continue to pray that God would give us wisdom on how we can be disciples of Jesus and instruments of Jesus um, in the communities around us. We know that we're going to do everything we can to take all the creative energy that we've got and all of the amazing resources that we've got and use technology to remain connected to one another. Uh, we're not going to cancel a single worship service. We're going to be offering worship through the live stream ministry of the church, and we're going to do it creatively. We're going to be reaching out to many of you, or if you want to reach out to us and express interest, to record videos of scripture readings. There are going to be moments in worship where, as we always do, we gather communally to pray, and in that moment, we're going to ask everybody to type uh, things that we can be praying about and lifting each other up in, in the moment. And so the live stream is not going to be something that is you audience and um, those of us that are physically on the premises um, leading you like you're watching a TV show, but rather we want to create an interactive experience. We know that at the end of our worship services, we're going to um, offer for those that want it to switch over to a different platform from live stream and to another tool that's called Zoom for a talk back where people have the opportunity to engage in the scriptural text that we just um, that we've just kind of unfolded in various um, vessels and fashions and and talk about what now or maybe I have a different take or hey I have a story where I think that's really relevant and so there are going to be lots of interactive opportunities for us to engage through technology now we're also going to be offering creative opportunities for Bible study to gather together and the pastoral staff is still getting our ducks in a row with all of this but it's also our hope that we'll be offering various moments throughout the week perhaps some in the daytime and others that may pop up in the evening time uh, where we have an opportunity to gather together for some um, brief um, Vesper type of services or Lenten services or maybe devotionals. We just don't know. Uh, I think the, the point that I'm trying to make is we're going to use a lot of creativity to do a good job taking care of each other. Now, um, a, a couple of other key things that we want you to be aware of. Um, one, uh, community ministry, as you know, takes place on the second Saturday of every month. That means tomorrow is community ministry day. And so we are going to move forward with community ministry day. What we're gonna ask for you to do is if you're 60 or older, or if you're somebody that falls into that vulnerable category that we've been hearing about so much, we'd ask that you don't come. For those of you that would like to come that don't fall in that category, we would ask that you leave your children at home. If, uh, if your children are middle school that feel like they can really pay attention to instructions up, uh, by all means, come on. But you have to be in middle school and um, younger than the age of 60 to come tomorrow. And uh, what you're going to do is you're going to go to the website and click on community ministry, and the details uh, will be there as far as how we've adapted the structure of the day. Uh, some of the most vulnerable folks among us are neighbors that come in to receive food on a monthly basis here at Tabernacle. It's very important that we keep them safe. And so um, we're grateful for your consideration. And if you can't join us, by all means, please be praying for us tomorrow as particularly April Kennedy and her key leadership as we move through a, a very delicate but important day. Um, the Lisu Grace Church is a congregation that gathers in this building on a regular basis. We're going to encourage them to continue to do that. But we're uh, brothers and sisters from Lisu Grace Church, we're going to ask that you isolate yourself solely to the big blue room upstairs, and that will be during designated times. Uh, and I'll be in touch with leadership about what that means and um, our request and expectations for that. The child care center ministry of the church 
made the decision today that they will also be closed for the foreseeable future. For the next two weeks, the child care center will officially be closed. Uh, Full-time employees will actively be in, in the, um, the child care center nursery area of the church where they'll be going through training, doing deep cleaning. Um, and so we would ask that all of you be praying for the families of our child care center ministry, uh, be praying for our part-time staff, be praying for our full-time staff, and certainly Kristen O'Sullivan, and then the amazing leadership team that, that walks with that ministry so very faithfully and capably. capably. Um, the um, Richmond Concert Band will not be practicing in our facilities for the next two weeks. Uh, however, uh, we also know that we have music teachers that use the facilities with students one at a time and uh, we are working through protocol and what that might look like we know unfortunately that with the virus the news is also that the economy is taking a very difficult turn it's very important that we support our local um, business leaders uh, our local business owners and so we're going to be setting up a very um, safe protocol where students and educators will be using only certain rooms we'll be locking the other rooms on the interior of the building once they've been deep cleaned and putting signs on the doors that basically say this room's been cleaned um, thus you cannot enter it but we do intend for the foreseeable future unless something else um, weird happens uh, to continue to allow those groups to use the space uh, now we will not be meeting on Wednesday nights, obviously, because the building is closed. There will be um, opportunities for people to participate in Wednesday night programming, including some form of um, creative programming offered to children and teenagers through the gift of Zoom, through online connection. And, and then we'll also be hoping to equip parents for opportunities to guide children and their youth in good conversation and devotions in the Lenten season. Um, but just be patient with us while we figure out what that looks like. Um, as I continue into the practicalities of it, we're going to ask that uh, you do the best that you can uh, to uh, reach out to us as care is needed. I am requesting that every Sunday school class, every single small group, every Wednesday night discipleship group that gathers together um, to um, reach out to one another, or if leaders would rather just appoint somebody that agrees to serve, but we would like each one of those group, groups to have a care coordinator in the class, um, in the group, and to reach out to me and let me know who that person is. We will be mobilizing an effort of being sure that we're in touch with people, particularly those that may be more isolated because of this, um, and do a, uh, do a really good job of caring for them uh, creatively, and also certainly those that are our first responders, our nurses, our doctors, our EMT folks, um, and everybody in between that's in direct contact with the public on a regular basis. And so we want to do a really good job, and this is something that I'm going to ask that you do in these next couple of days. Now, as far as how you can join us through the gift of technology, I'm going to encourage you first and foremost to download the app. We're going to make the link available here in this video, but I'm going to ask that you please make a concerted effort to download the church app if you're a smartphone user. It is by far the easiest way to have access to all of the technology files that we make available, like the podcast, 
the church calendar, and all the additional things that we'll be adding along the way, as well as news that we'll be blasting out on a regular basis. Now, you can also access all of that same content through the church website. All of it is going to be available there. Our, our fun little secret is that all of the content from the app is actually just pulled directly out of the website. And so the website's going to be a great source of information for you. We will be using social media, but it's just quite honestly, it's going to be pointing you right back to the website and the app. And so you can use social media to have constant access to those sources. But um, the app is far, it's a free app. And um, folks that have, have grabbed hold of it have found it to be very, very beneficial. And then there's also an online directory that is available. Uh, there are a couple of hoops involved with that. But if you go to our website, um, you can begin that process and you can reach out to us if you found yourself frustrated that you can't quite um, jump through the necessary hoops. So if you get frustrated, just reach out to us and we'll do the best that we can to help you. The, the way to do that would be to first begin that process and then when you hit a bump, then reach out to um, office at tbcrichmond.org, or we also have a couple of lay people that can be very helpful if Hope Cutchins is not able to get you connected. Uh, we're definitely flying this airplane while we build it together with the good guidance of the spirit, the wind that's carrying the wings. Um, and so be patient with us while we, we figure that out. Now, um, what to expect on Sunday mornings. On Sunday mornings, we are going to be holding Sunday school classes through Zoom. Uh, we would encourage you to download the free Zoom software. We'll also put that link here in this video. But what you're going to want to do is download the free software, whereas you can access Zoom directly through the Zoom website. Um, and uh, we'll get into all this a little bit later. I'll make a separate video on how to do this. But um, if you download the Zoom app on your computer or your phone, I think you'll find that it's much more user-friendly. And so Sunday School class teachers, not only do you need to let me know who your care coordinator is, but you need to let me know if you intend on teaching. If you don't, we'll be more than happy to lob people into other classes or create other opportunities with some of our very gifted educators uh, for people to gather together. That will happen during the regular Sunday school hour, which is 9.45 to 10.45 a.m. Worship will begin at 11 a.m. this coming Sunday, and that will happen through the live stream. That will also be, that link will also be made available in multiple locations, including this video. Uh, and then I, I guess I would just say just last but not least, we want you to know that we're lifting you up in prayer steadily. Uh, in these uh, anxious days, it's really easy to let fear get a hold of you. It's really, really easy to let fear be the dominant theme. And if there's anything we know to be true, we talked about this last Sunday, uh, Jesus knows that we're afraid. Jesus knows that we're experiencing anxiety. And the promise that Jesus makes is that he's with us. And uh, he makes a lot of other promises too. And those of us that profess to be disciples of Jesus have also made promises. Uh, and we wanna live into those promises together. Jesus says, um, if you're carrying burdens, if your yoke is heavy, I will carry them. Uh, that I will walk with you and I will carry your burdens. I think that one of, the one of the reasons that Jesus tells us this is that it's nearly impossible for us to use our hands in the way they're intended to be used and our feet to travel the distance that they need to go if we're carrying heavy burdens and anxiety and if fear has a hold of us. If we can find a way to relinquish these things and give Jesus these burdens, it will free our feet and hands 
who in turn be an extension of Jesus' hands and feet. That's my prayer for you, that you will find a way to relinquish, to release the fear, to find a way to put anxiety at bay through trust that God is with you. There are no promises that are made in the Gospels that if we choose to be disciples of Jesus, it's all going to be okay um, here in this earthly place. As a matter of fact, I said this last Sunday in the sermon, the promise is the opposite, that we're supposed to pick up our crosses and follow. And so whereas the promise isn't that Jesus is going to make everything easy for us, the promise is that he's with us and that if we will allow him to work his way in, in, through the presence, through the gift of the Holy Spirit into our lives and into the, the control that we insist on holding with white knuckles, that he will help us discover the kingdom of God as we live into it as instruments of grace in the world around us. And so, brothers and sisters, let's practice what we preach. Let's do a good job taking care of each other and our neighbors. Let's do a good job of taking advantage of this, this window of time that none of us expected and make good use of it through um, quiet, reflective time with God. Let's use it uh, as an opportunity to um, experience Sabbath in a very, very unique way. Let's use it to be church. We don't have to be in this physical building altogether to be church. The early Christian church didn't have a big building that took up the better part of a city block in order to be church. They just found a way to be church together. And all of the spinning and the chaos of the world around them, they figured it out in all the messiness. And quite honestly, they blew it the same as we're blowing it. But through the grace of Jesus Christ, they kept walking forward. And that's why we're here today. Let's practice what we preach. Let's take advantage of the Sabbath moment that's presented itself. Let's find unique ways to connect with our families and those that live around us. And let's find a unique way to support each other as we do this good ministry, this good work together. Love each and every one of you. Thanks for watching this 20-minute uh, message, and thanks for helping us get the word out to those that may not have easy access to this message. We'll be in touch soon. We'll create shorter messages in the future, but I wanted to be nice and thorough with this one. Use the website, use the app, and by all means, we hope to see you on Sunday. Blessings, friends.